Hi there, it's Liana Bolden from Eternally Speaking Now. So, it happened. I turned 50. And guess what? I love it. But it didn't come without a little hiccup along the way. So let me tell you a little story. Back when I turned 50, a week before my, my actual birthday, my husband informed me that he had a surprise planned for the day of my birthday. Well, I kindly responded with a half smile and a nod, along with a cordial thank you. <laughs> As I went through my day, though, I noticed I was getting easily irritated. In fact, I was feeling more and more frustrated. Well, I stopped and asked the Lord, what's wrong with me, God? And his spirit revealed that I was bugged by the pending, mysterious, unknown to me birthday surprise. <laughs> what was this going to be? I responded in agreement with God. Yes, that's right. That's what's been bothering me. And I blurted out, God, I don't want to be surprised. <laughs> I want to decide what to do on my 50th. How can I plan if I don't know what to plan for? What if it's something I don't like? And then something became very clear. I wanted to be in control. I wanted to be in the know. Yikes. Oh, I felt terrible. My sweetheart had obviously put time and energy and love and selflessness into thinking all about me, planning a surprise birthday for me. And not only was I being ungrateful, but also unhappy. <laughs> uh, once again, I was reminded of Eve in Genesis 3. She too wanted to be in control, didn't she? She wanted to know, despite what the Lord and her husband had instructed. Any of you ladies out there relate? Well, there's someone else who wants control and wants to know everything. It's the very snake who tempted Eve. Satan himself fell from heaven because of his desire to be omniscient, to know all like the most high God. It's in Isaiah 14, verse 14. Well, Man, finding it repulsive to be in any form of agreement with the devil. In that moment, I immediately fell down before the Lord and I confessed to him the sins of control and the need to know. You just say, I, I, Lord, I confess to you the sin of control and the need to know. And honestly, I had to admit my lack of trust in him. That's kind of behind it all, isn't it? Oh, I asked him to forgive me, and for the millionth time, <laughs> sweet Jesus forgave me. He cleansed me of all that yucky unrighteousness, as he promises in 1 John 1. The sin in my heart had stolen my joy throughout that day. And then, as he always does when sin is removed, the Heavenly Father made room in my heart for the truth. As I chose to trust the Lord, and to trust the husband that God chose for me. Do you know what happened? I got excited. I got excited about being surprised. I was a total peace about not knowing. Yes, I actually delighted in not knowing about what the surprise was. You see, I was free. God set me free. This is what happens when we confess sin and we ask God to forgive us and we walk in newness of life. 
I felt like a kid who was promised a trip to the candy store. All expenses paid, all travel arrangements done. And my birthday surprise turned out to be so awesome. It was a ticket for indoor flying. <laughs> it was so fun. I've always wanted to go skydiving, but then like, well, in the last 10 or 15 years, I kind of didn't want to go skydiving anymore. <laughs> and my husband took me to like what, uh, I guess is a small version of, of that experience. Well, anyway, check this out. As I got ready to do the indoor flying, the um, person that was that guides you, you know, that teaches you what to do and then walks in and guides you, gave me some instructions. These are the three steps that he told me to do. One, look up. When you do this, you've got to be looking up. You're literally flying in the air with your, number two, hands raised. You're in the air, you have to look up, and you've got your hands raised. And number three, the third instruction was, then fall into the wind. Look up, raise your hands, <laughs> and fall into the wind. The instructor clearly stated, if you do not keep looking up, and if you do not keep your arms raised, you will literally sink. You'll fall down and not be lifted up. That afternoon, I literally stepped into nothingness, <laughs> and I was upheld by the wind. I don't want to think about how messy things could have gotten and how hurt my dear husband could have been if I had exerted onto him some fearful need for control or some manipulative need to know. You know what? I would have missed out on an amazing blessing, a thrilling experience, and an incredible lesson from God. Is there a situation in your life or an area of your heart or an area of somebody else's heart that you're trying to control or manipulate. I'm just going to tell you, it's usually a sign of fear and a lack of trust in God. Yes, he's called us to be good stewards and to take responsibility of our time, talents, resources, children, and marriage, <laughs> but only under his lordship. Look up to him. Raise your hands in absolute abandon and worship then fall into the presence of his Holy Spirit, trusting him to uphold you. At first, it may seem like falling into nothingness, but God's faithfulness is bigger. Can I close with a few verses? It's Isaiah 40, verses 28 to 31. You're probably familiar with these, but listen to them now in light of this call to look up, raise your hands, and fall into the wind. Ready? Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, he neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak, and to those who have no might, he increases strength. Oh, even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run 
and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint.